Welcome to Magic with Gadgets, brought to you by RecipeThis.com. I am Samantha, your host, and love to chat about the magic of kitchen gadgets for easy, delicious and cheap everyday cooking. Before we dive into this week's podcast episode, I wanted to tell you about our Instant Pot Bucket List. In a nutshell, it's a totally free, awesome e-cookbook featuring the 25 must-make, bucket list-worthy Instant Pot recipes. Pause the podcast now and grab yourself a free copy by entering your email address at recipethis.com forward slash IP bucket list or you can search recipethis.com for bucket list. Twenty-one best instant pot tips for beginners. Last week on the podcast, in episode five, I talked about the biggest instant pot mistakes. I had um, asked in a lot of the instant pot Facebook groups what their biggest mistakes was, and it was a nice opportunity to chat among different instant pot users and learn about the mistakes they'd made, compare them to my own. And at the same time, we ended up going off topic and talking more about the best Instant Pot tips. And I thought it would be a great opportunity to share some of those with you today in the Instant Pot Tips podcast. So let's dive in, shall we? first tip which I have to totally agree with is to make sure you buy two instant pots it's it's hard work just running one instant pot when you want to cook out of it a lot so we have both the instant pot duo and instant pot duo plus the duo is a six quart and the duo plus is an eight quart and it's perfect for us and we're mum and dad plus five-year-old and seven-year-old So the benefit there is it's fantastic for batch cooking if you have more than one of them. You don't have to be doing a ridiculous amount of batch cooking, just where you would want more than one Instant Pot on the go at once. For example, at Christmas time, you could be having uh, sprouts steaming in one while you're cooking mashed potatoes in the other. Um, When it's Easter holidays, for example, because they're coming up, uh, well, we've just had them, haven't we? I'm I'm recording this uh, a few weeks in advance, you see, just as we're about to break up for Easter. And I'm going to be doing Easter cakes in both of them, so it's nice to have two. Or for your typical dinner, you can be having meat in one while you're cooking vegetables in the other, and it's just perfect for that. Or if you are uh, batch cooking, you can keep one in the fridge that's got your leftovers in whilst you've got the second one spare for a side to serve the next day. And then number two is cook potting pot. It's just, oh, it's such a time saver. We absolutely love it in the Milner house. And what this basically means is that you're putting cooking containers inside your instant pot in a pot. So a good example of this is if you're making something like uh, meatballs and mashed potatoes. You're cooking the mashed potatoes in the bottom, then steam a basket and container and your meatloaf is on top. Or you can do the same thing and make mini meatloafs with your uh, egg um, silicone mould. 
And number three, make ahead your favourite food. I absolutely love to do this and you can do it with so many different things. For example, if you love curries, you can make loads of curries and then freeze them into um, into the foil containers you get from the takeaway and then they're really quick and easy for reheating from frozen in the instant pot. You can also uh, say, for example, if you're having a picnic day, you can make ahead some of your silicone egg bites as well. That's another option. And then number four is to plan the wattage before you buy. I mean, my favourite is the 8-quart Duo Plus. But the thing about it is it's too powerful for campsites for when we go travelling. So if you're using it in an RV or you're going on campsites with a tent like we've done, or even caravan holidays, then aim for the six quarts because the wattage is smaller. And then if you've got really, really bad electric, you can maybe look at the three quart because it's better than not having one at all. And number five on the list is to take it travelling. The Instant Pot is absolutely amazing for travelling with. We've taken our Instant Pot to eight different countries one summer. We uh, we did a return road trip. We were living in Portugal at the time. And we did Portugal to England and back. And en route, we, we kind of did Portugal into Spain, into France, into England. And then on the way back, we did... Um, France, uh, Belgium, Holland, Luxembourg, Germany, then Spain, and then back into Portugal. And when we did this, we used the Instant Pot for pretty much all our meals. We've also taken the Instant Pot into Premier Inn hotel rooms with us before. You could go to the local Holiday Inn uh, if you're on a trip and take it with you. Just note that you don't have a kitchen there, so if you can prep everything in advance and then just cook it in your room, then it's perfect for that. I remember when we were on that summer trip, we took it with us um, into a Premier Inn and we'd got some reduced priced potatoes and what we did was uh, we made some like, sloppy joes kind of texture, but from mashed potatoes, and it was absolutely delicious. Number six on the tips list is to double your seasoning. If you put seasoning into a pressure cooker, note that it strips the flavour somewhat. So if you would normally add a teaspoon of a certain seasoning, add two teaspoons. And then sometimes after pressure cooking, I still don't feel like that's enough. So I'll add some extra seasoning after whatever it is has finished cooking. So just note that, you know, there's so many complaints from Instant Pot beginners saying, oh, my food's bland. Well, this is why. So just make sure that you double up on your seasoning. And then number seven on the list is to start with warm water. The thing is, when you're instant potting and pressure cooking, the biggest time um, drain on going to pressure is turning the cold water warm so that it can actually pressure cook. So you can uh, decrease that amount of cook time for the pre- getting to pressure um, by adding warm or hot liquid to the instant pot. So 
if you were adding a cup of water to say some uh, steamed vegetables, use um, water from your hot tap instead and it will speed this up a bit for you. Uh, for example, um, if you've got a recipe that does require a lot of liquid, then preheating the liquid first can make the difference between 20 minutes until it pressure, starts pressure cooking or 40 minutes. So that can be a good time saver for you. And then number eight on the list uh, is to use some frozen stock cubes. They're absolutely fantastic. We make our own. And basically all we do is we use the Instant Pot to make vegetable stock cubes. We will uh, make traditional old school vegetable stock where you're making the stock from potato and carrot peelings, uh, maybe a bit of leftover celery. And then once you've drained it and your vegetable stock is done in the Instant Pot, you put it into an ice cube tray and then it freezes And then when you're ready to use it, you can just get one frozen stock cube out the freezer, load it into the Instant Pot and it will defrost uh, with the warm water or whatever else you've added into the Instant Pot. Or you can just give it a quick defrost in the microwave if you prefer to do that. And then number nine is cook once, eat twice. Or in my case, with what I've got in the fridge right now, it's cook once, eat six times. I absolutely love to do a big one pot dish and for it to make several meals. We've got a delicious instant pot leftover turkey chili recipe on recipethis.com. And with that, um, it makes a big portion. You can use some turkey mince or you might call it ground turkey if you live in the US. And then it's mixed up with some tin tomatoes and some other yummy things as well as the beans and then we've got a pot of it right now sat in the in our fridge and we can just keep pouring it into bowls reheating it for two and a half minutes in the microwave adding a bit of grated cheese on top and we've got a really quick meal and it's based upon something that I cooked uh, two days ago and it's just brilliant time saver so that when you've all finished work you're not spending hours in the kitchen thinking about what you're going to cook for dinner. And number 10 on the list is to use the instant pot for meal prep. If you are planning on making lots of things ahead of time, then think the Instant Pot is your best friend. One food that I often meal prep is baked potatoes because you can then have them in the fridge and then they're a quick reheat when you want them throughout the week or you can then chop them up and to use them a different way such as adding them into a stew or a casserole. And what you can do is on a Sunday, you can place as many baked potatoes in the Instant Pot as will fit, depending on your Instant Pot size, pressure cook them, and then you can fridge them for later. You could also meal prep uh, lots of other things. Um, like, for example, I I might uh, meal prep uh, some little egg bites so that uh, when we're going on a picnic, I've got loads When we moved back to England, we had a very long drive on our hands with uh, a four-year-old and a six-year-old. We were doing uh, the Algarve in southern Portugal, um, back to England. And because we needed a negative COVID test, 
uh, within three days, that meant that we had to do Portugal to the ferry port in northern Spain in two days. So what I did is I meal prepped a ridiculous amount of these egg bites and then I had them in the car and they were ready for snacking on for our long road trip. And then number 11, to get an extra inner pot. I would say I use them more for meal prep, but they're great for times like now, now where you're following the cook once, eat twice motto. And you've got a big pot of food for the instant pot sat in the fridge. And then you think to yourself, right, I'm not just going to have it on its own. I want it with some baked potatoes. So you're like thinking, oh, I can't do it in the instant pot because my inner pot is busy storing the food in the fridge. I'd have to wash it up now to be able to do that. So you have that extra inner pot, it does your baked potatoes and then it's while the other one is being used elsewhere, you've got a backup and it's also good for when you're cooking and you're cooking multiple things straight after each other in the instant pot, you don't have to wait to wash up one before you start cooking the next. And number 12, um, don't waste money on accessories. There's so many accessories that people seem to buy for the Instant Pot and they never really use them. You know, I don't think uh, they get that you don't have to have it all. I mean, I've seen people with those glass lids for the Instant Pots and all they're there for is to be able to look into the Instant Pot as you're making a slow cooker meal or as you're making yogurt. But you could just use your Instant Pot lid. It's just a waste. Um, but there is plenty of instant pot accessories I do recommend. So do search accessories on recipethis.com or earlier in the season we did instant pot accessories and in that I uh, I take you on a walk around my kitchen as I show you everything that I've got. And number 13, you can add time but you can't take it away. You know, if you're guessing on the cook time, take it down a notch and then you can check on the food and it's it's very quick for releasing pressure, checking on the food and then putting it back to pressure because the instant pot is already red hot so it really doesn't take long. So it's best if you're unsure of a cook time um, to do less because after all you can add time but you can't take it away. Number 14, Bulk buy Instant Pot foods you cook the most. You can then store them in the pantry, in your freezer, uh, wherever suitable, depending on the food. I do this a lot and it makes cooking so much easier. I could tell you what I bulk buy, but that might not necessarily be the same things you want to eat. So, for example, I bulk buy brown rice, red lentils, green lentils, tin tomatoes, um, black beans, both canned and dried. Um, there's this taco bean mix that I love from Aldi that is perfect for bulking up casseroles. Um, but most importantly, I bulk buy the meat. So I'll wait until whole chickens are on a special deal and then I'll buy half a dozen of them and then I'll place them in the freezer and then I'll use them over a few uh, months until the deal's on again and it's a great way to save on food costs because right now as as I'm recording this food costs are getting seriously out of control 
So you want to do whatever you can to save money on those groceries. Number 15 is to print a printable. You know, principles are just so handy for using with your Instant Pot. A principle, if you've not heard of one, is basically normally a PDF that you print out and you just have it for easy access for using in any way, really, because you can get printables uh, for colouring pages for kids, for Halloween stuff. But you can also get printables uh, for Instant Pot Cook Times on, for example, which is our principles. So if you head over to recipethis.com forward slash newsletter, sign up for the weekly newsletter. You'll then have access to the members area where we have a lot of Instant Pot principles, such as um, popular Instant Pot Cook Times, and the great for understanding the instant pot cook times better and so that you've got a quick reference let's say you're cooking instant pot broccoli you don't want to be searching the internet for recipes you want quick access to that uh, to that cook time only and it's just perfect for that and number 16 is to get a tall trivet We've got plenty of trivets, but it's the tall one that we love the most because then when you're cooking two different things in the Instant Pot at once, you can have the tall trivet over and then you've got food underneath the trivet and food over it. And number 17 is to follow the six minutes a pound chicken rule. That basically means if you want to cook a chicken in the Instant Pot, I'm talking about a whole thawed one here you would cook it for six minutes per pound so if you've got a four pound chicken you would be cooking it for 24 minutes plus time to go to pressure and you know that same rule would apply if you had a six pound one times it by six that's 36 minute cook time it just makes it so easy for remembering the cook times and number 18 is a favourite of mine for a quick recipe. And this is for the best cheese sauce ever. Cook some, uh, let's say you're cooking some vegetables, such as some broccoli or some cauliflower or maybe some leeks. And what you do is you're cooking them with that one cup of stock, of vegetable stock that you've added in first before adding the steamer basket in your vegetables. Well, after you pressure release... And after you've removed the vegetables and the steamer basket, you're left with that lovely vegetable stock in the bottom. Now, put the Instant Pot on saute. Add a tub of Philadelphia cream cheese. And then gently stir this and it'll make the creamiest ever sauce. And then you can simply add in uh, some grated cheese. I like to grate some double Gloucester or five counties, but any cheese will do that melts well. And then you have a beautiful cheese sauce and it's a perfect way to use up your vegetable stock. And you can also mix and match flavors in this. For example, if you're doing pork chops, you could add some uh, mustard and garlic and, and then you've got a, a much nicer sauce. Or you can also add in some cooked mushrooms and then you've got a mushroom sauce because the possibilities are absolutely endless with that. Number 19, make sure you point the valve away from you. 
In other words, you don't want to be ruining the cupboards or covering the cupboards in vegetable steam. So, you know, just make sure it's pointing away somewhere. I mean, I nearly pointed mine at another couple when we were camping, you know, because their tent was right next to ours. And it was nearly going in the direction of their washing they just put out. I thought, oops, and quickly moved it. And number 20, uh, follow the 240ml liquid rule. 240ml uh, is the same as one cup. And this is the recommended amount of liquid you need for an instant pot to go to pressure. You can add more, but note when you do add more, it will take longer to go to pressure. But as a as a minimum rule, just think of the one cup. And finally, 21, join the Instant Pot mini course. It's a free five-day email course uh, delivered to your inbox each day. And there's an opportunity to learn a new a new trick in the Instant Pot each day and get more confident with your Instant Pot. It's loved by many, many of our readers and it's great for getting you going and getting you started. And can you believe it? That was 21 of my best Instant Pot tips. Perfect for beginners and perfect for getting you learning how to use your Instant Pot better and so that you can fall more and more in love with electric pressure cooking. Well, that is a wrap. I recommend you head over to RecipeThis.com and check out all the kitchen gadget recipes. After all, there are more than a thousand to choose from. Also, please, please, please leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the episode because the more reviews means the more people will find us and learn about the magic of cooking with kitchen gadgets. We've also created an awesome podcast index for you at recipethis.com forward slash podcast. You can grab all links mentioned, resources and explore other episodes. Thanks again for listening and ciao for now. 